0: Hey Santa.
1: Hey Phil.
0: You uh want to talk about the scope of games?
1: No, we can talk about anything we want. We have a broad scope. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, we have a narrow scope. And so then I guess yeah, let's talk about scope. That's fine. Good.
0: scope. Go. music. And welcome to Pandas Talking Games. I'm your colder host, Phil.
1: And I am your toasty warm host, Senda, who has a heater on her feet. Tonight's topic comes to us from Blake Ryan Batman, who returns to us with another fun topic, as he is wont to do. And it goes like this. He wrote, character agency. In traditional games like D&D, Shadowrun, or World of Darkness, the character has far more agency than the player. By that, I mean that the character has far more ability to change the world around them short-term and long-term. My D&D character has far more opportunity and ability to help, affect, and empower others than I do. In many indie games like Night Witches, Monster Hearts, or H2O, the characters may have less agency than the players have in their regular lives. What are the pros and cons of each character agency level and how much emphasis needs to be placed on this during session zero or later in the game? So we read this and we kind of distilled it and it actually sounded more to us like that Blake is actually talking about what Jason Pitt, when when he laid everything, what was that article called? Do you remember?
0: Oh, uh, it is called uh, The Four Structures.
1: Right. So when Jason Pitt laid out The Four Structures, when he talks about situation, we actually think that that's what Blake is really talking about.
0: Right. I, I And, you know, I, I agree with you, right? Agency is typically, when we talk about player agency, character agency, and things like that, is typically the character's ability to make decisions or not to make decisions. So characters, like, losing agency means, like, the game or the game master, like, makes a decision for you, right? Like, that's a loss of agency. Yeah. You know, where you are making the decisions for your character is, like, you know, the positive version of... Character agency. So when we, we were thinking about it, we were talking about like the difference between like D and D and Night Witches. Both both characters in those games can can equally has have equal agency in making decisions, right? But I think what Blake is talking about really fits, like you said, more with situation, and I think that's kind of where we wanted to go, right?
1: Yeah. So let's talk about what is situation and do all games have them and can all games have them so hit me with the definition definition panda
0: yeah so this definition comes right from jason um, which is the situation consists of the inciting incidents and the purpose of play this is all about why you are playing the game why your characters matter in the setting and why the system will help shape the narrative a weak situation feels aimless undirected The participants have no strong direction or guidance in how they should be acting or what they should be doing. If the players are purely reactive to the GM's plot or if the fiction feels on the rails, it's a sign that the situation isn't giving motivation.
1: Right. So situations can be strong or weak, meaning how strong the other structures tie into the situation itself.
0: Right. And so I will say if you have not if you have not read the article, yep. um it's totally worth reading. We put the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And I'm just going to name the other structures really quick. So the other three structures. So setting was one of those structures, right? Yep. That's the that's the world, the place you play in, right? Situation yep. is what we've been talking about. Yep. System are the rules. Yep. The right. Actual- so Yep, rules. to the rule like the rules of the game, the rules and procedures of the game. And subtext, which is the probably the most nuanced and complicated one, which is kind of like the I mean it's literally the subtext, like the hidden messages and deeper meanings of the game. Totally worth a read. I think it's an exceptionally good article and I think situation is a good fit for what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. So you were talking about situations being strong or weak. I will also say that situations can be broad or narrow. Right. In a broad situation, I think this gets close to what Blake was talking about in terms of agency. Yeah. A broad situation means the characters can do all sorts of things in the game. And a uh, narrow situation is that the characters are are basically uh, prescribed to do certain things within the game.
1: Yes. And I I absolutely agree that that's, that that's the reason that we're talking about this as a situation, right?
0: Yep. So so since we have strong and weak and broad and narrow, like now we have a matrix of possibilities, right?
1: Yeah. So to go back to Blake's email, let's talk about if these games have situations and how they fall into that matrix. So we're just going to do some examples here, right? Yeah. So fifth edition D&D is kind of a medium situation, right? Because it doesn't have a really strong thing that like you have to do this thing, right? So the purpose of D D is like you explore and you fight things and you go into dungeons, right? Yeah, like,
0: and all those and all those other so those pieces, right? The the setting, the system and stuff like that, like those kind of fit into those kind of fit into the situation, right?
1: Right. And then it's also broad because like you could go anywhere and you could decide that you don't want to go dungeon delving, you wanna go politic at the king, right? Like, you can do that. You can make all of those decisions. And that's kind of what Blake is talking about when he's comparing D&D to those indie games, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's contrast that with Night Witches, uh-huh. right? yeah. So Night, Night Witches has a super strong situation, right? You are, so let's be very specific. You are Russian, female, World War II fighter pilots, yes. right? There, There's not another thing that you are like you're not snipers you're not secret agents yep. you're not other kinds of soldiers you are uh you are that yes. right so uh and all the mechanics right because it's a powered by the apocalypse game all the mechanics tie directly into that so super strong situation and it's actually super narrow when you read through the book uh you play um at different i think they're called stations, and. Like if you play out the full campaign, it tells you like you play at this station until you've done this many missions and then you move to like Poland and you do this many and then you move to here and there. Like so Night Witches is very much like probably, I don't know, it's probably one of the strongest and most narrow games in that respect because it is designed for a specific purpose, a specific story to tell.
1: Yeah, it's actually that I mean, that's it's interesting to talk about it from this particular perspective, because that's the kind of thing I'm really into right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? So another example, Monster Hearts, right? Monster Hearts is awesome. Have the second edition sitting on my shelf right now. So Monster Hearts is a strong situation, right? It has good motivational stuff. You are teenage monsters in high school. Like, that gives you some pretty good directives about what kind of game it is and what kind of actions you're taking and what kind of play to expect. But it's also kind of... It's not super narrow in terms of breadth. It's kind of moderate, right? Because the high school location itself um, could kind of flex in terms of where it is. You could say, I want to play this in a fifties high school, or I want to play it in a modern high school. Or you can say this high school is in Pennsylvania. This high school is in Orlando. Like,
0: I I think Catherine Raman has even played a monster hearts game, like in the 1600s or something like
1: that. (laughs) Wow.
0: Right. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Right. So So
1: it's moderate. It has, I mean, you're going to be like dealing with high school stuff. But you can do that high school stuff kind of wherever you want.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. similarly, uh, Masks kind of falls into the same thing, right? Masks is a game about superheroes and kind of the emotions of being a superhero. And it's a pretty it's pretty strong in that respect in terms of mechanics and subtext and things like that. But it's kind of a broad it's kind of a broad situation in that. You're going to do, for lack of a better term, super stuff. So (laughs) whether that means like dimensional stuff or magic stuff or even cosmic stuff, like like
1: aliens, like it
0: really doesn't for masks, it really doesn't matter. Right. Like as long as you're doing super stuff, um, you're in the you're in the scope of the game. Yeah. Cool. All right. Good. Good examples. Let's now go back to Blake's final question and reframe it in terms of the context of situation. Okay.
1: So we would say then, what are the pros and cons of each situation type? And how much emphasis needs to be placed on this during session zero or later in the game?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, well, now uh, we have a topic. pros and cons means we have two sides from which to look so it's time for us to take up some positions i am going to take the con side because i am old and grumpy
1: (laughs) and i will be looking at the pros because i am adorable and cheerful that's true (laughs) and he wrote that line and i read it just like that
0: right what we're going to do is rather than doing uh, what we normally do, where you do your part and then I do mine, we're going to interlace our parts so that it's a little easier to follow.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do pro so versus pro, and then
0: we're going to do we're going to do con. Pro, con, pro, pro con, pro con, pro con. Pro con. Yep. Yeah, 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 for each yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You good?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm good. All right. All
0: right. What's our first one?
1: The first one is strong situation. So when we talk about strong situation, we're saying this kind of game has a very distinct direction and everyone knows why they are playing the game and what the game is about. Like, Mm -hmm. it's there. You don't question it. It means that it's really easy to do things like talk about lines and veils or safety at the table or even just know if you want to play this game because you know exactly what it's going to be about, right? You don't have to session zero that stuff. It's just there.
0: Yeah, the con for a strong situation is that the game and its mechanics are designed for that situation. So... Uh, if your group changes or drifts the situation of the game, the game may not exactly perform as designed. So, in other words, there's less flexibility in changing the situation out. So, like, with Night Witches, if you wanted to play, like, I don't know, female fighter pilots in Iraq, like...
1: It might it's work.
0: Probably, it's probably gonna work, but, Great. like... <laughs> Like, there might be some, you know, there might be some differences. You might encounter some weirdness in the rules and things like that. So, from a session zero, this is a thing where if you're playing a game with a really strong situation, you might want to, and I say might, it would be my preference, is to not let it drift. Yeah. Right? Like, I would, I would. you know, if people were like, well, but what if we do this or that? I'd be like, nah, this game is, like, this game is about Russian female World War II fighter pilots. Like, if if people were like, well, can we play dudes? Right. Like, like, no. no. <laughs> nope. Nope, we can't. No. Actually, Actually no. <laughs> no. This game is about, this game has a very specific, right. Okay. So, um, I would say, yeah, for Session Zero, you're going to want to enforce that strong tone. Now, I'm going to caveat that by saying, listen, if you want to go off and homebrew and experiment and do weird shit and want to make your... You know, you want to make your Night Witches hack that's, I don't know, like TIE fighter pilots or something during the rebellion. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> like, like, go ahead and do that. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It just goes with what we said. If you drift it, the game may not perform as expected.
1: Right. And then I want to hear about it. And then I want to know what you did to change the rules so that I can play it too. Anyway, carrying on.
0: <laughs> carrying on.
1: Good. So then in contrast to having a strong situation, we have a weak situation, right? So the pro about having a weak situation, if you're playing a game that has a weak situation, is that there's room for the group to decide what the game is about, like during the session zero, for example, and imprint their own situation on it. And so this is one that I've recently kind of experienced, right? I don't know if it's a totally weak situation, but like Scum and Villainy is you know, has a certain amount of situation, but the situation is kind of like, well, you might be bounty hunters or smugglers or something on a spaceship kind of rebelling-ish in some way against the man, right?
0: Yeah, yeah actually, Scum and Villainy is really good. So again, when we talk about weak, you know, we're talking about combination of settings, subtext, and system. And, and so the thing with Scum and Villainy, being a really good fit for this is that scum and villainy has three different situations uh-huh <laughs> but the same setting yeah system yeah and subtext and so i think and i'm fairly sure of this and we'll know more after you've played it cuz i played one of those situations I think certain situations work better than other ones.
1: Yeah, I'm interested actually to figure that out because we've only played for one session so far and none of us had played any Blades in the Dark games or anything before. So we we're like mechanically a little bit wobbly. But it is interesting to me. I do. I, I'm kind of considering it a weak situation because we had to build a lot of our own motivation, right?
0: Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you have to construct all of that
1: stuff, right? You have to create your purpose because, hey, we're going to be bounty hunters or smugglers or whatever out in space in and of itself doesn't give you a reason to actually take action or do things, right? But that's cool because it means that we sat down in our session zero and we created really cool reasons to do those things.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the whole thing. That, yeah, like, it, like it,
1: that's when it's a pro is you get to do that.
0: That's actually the problem I had with my scum and villainy game was that we played the the fire drake, the rebels, the rebels one, and had trouble figuring out what our situation really was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, let me so kicking that over. Let let's bring it over to the cons. Weak situations are games that have less specific rules for engaging your exact situation. So you wind up with like you wind up going without those rules and make, like those systems or systems or setting components or you have to start making them yourself. Yeah. Now, some people dig that, right? Like so some people dig having to make that stuff themselves. And so they may not see this completely as a con. They may see it as kind of, a you know, not a bug, but a feature. But I kind of find it as a, I it's my con.
1: Yeah. No, it, it would be a con for me, too.
0: Why don't you tell me about, why don't you tell me about broad settings? Yeah, like what's so, broad What's so broad good about situations, these? Situations, right? Broad situations. Sorry, broad situations. Tell what's no, so good about broad situations. Right. So good
1: things about broad situations is like when you're dealing with a broad situation, there are so many things and so many places to go and to see. So like every session can be somewhere new and exciting. You're not going to get stuck in a in a rut of location or, or setting or anything like that, Right. And the thing that you might have to talk about during your session zero is to define what parts of the everything, the potential everything you might be interested in, but it means that all of those options are on the table. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Scum and villainy again because it's the game I'm playing right now. Right. So it's really on the front of my mind, which I didn't realize till I started talking. But like the thing about Scum and Villainy is like we could have a forest planet. We could have a water planet. We could have a, a desert planet. Right. Like we could have any of those things. We did our first thing on a on a satellite like space station. Right. But there are so many possibilities of places that we could go do missions.
0: Right. So mem, many. mem, by the way, is the water planet. Oh, OK. <laughs> there is one. It's called Mem. You'll find it. <laughs> I'm
1: not that far into like setting or anything and I also suspect because it's my group that we might have like tossed out the specifics of the setting and just engaged the mechanics and rena- renamed everything ourselves. So, bear with me when I talk about this game. <laughs> As we know uh, from uh from Tales from the Loop.
0: <laughs> yes the con the con for a broad situation is that it could be really hard to establish a strong sense of continuity and the passage of time if your background keeps changing right so if you're bouncing from planet to planet if you're bouncing from dimension to dimension right like you don't get the you don't get the same feel. Cause you don't get to anchor like NPCs and locations and things and then show the passage of time. Yeah. Right. Cause like every situation, like every place you bounce into is like a new and interesting thing. But when you're done, you like kind of bounce to the next one and you never kind of go back and see like, you know, the innkeeper or whatever. So you you might have some challenges with that. Yes.
1: And I mean, the other thing is, and I named this as a thing that can be considered a pro, right? But the other part of that is, like, you may have to have more conversation in session zero about what you actually want out of the game. Like, what locations are you interested in?
0: Yeah. And do you want to have a home base location? Like Maybe we maybe we work out of this one dimension, but we bounce into other ones and then we, you know, we come home at the, you know, between missions and stuff like that. Like that has that has a that has an effect on this. Right.
1: Right. So, yeah. So it just any time that it's broad, it just means you have to talk about it more. Exactly. I don't know if it's good or bad, but... Anyway, Um. so then the last piece of our matrix that we're building here is when you have a narrow situation. And that is... So that's when we, we were talking about, like, Night Witches. Like, you're going to be here, and then you're going to go here, and then you're going to go here. Like, this is the path that you will take through this adventure. We don't know exactly how this campaign is going to work for you, but we know that you're going to be, you know, in these places. We know that you're going to move through them in this structure. So... The pro about this is that you get to be really rich on the details, right? Because when you're dealing with fewer places and less stuff, everything that you're dealing with is more important, which means that you get the opportunity to make things feel very real because you can spend the time on them to give them detail and and more information and come back to them and see them again and all of those things, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's it turns out to be um, sometimes it's used as a tool, right? Like to be able to tell a very specific story, you narrow the situation Yeah. um, to focus things. Yeah. The problem, the con with narrow is that if your game goes on for a long time, you could burn through everything that's part of the situation and actually run out of game.
1: Yeah, you absolutely could.
0: Like you can finish Night Witches. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, there, like,
0: the game ends. It's not like, a never-ending
1: campaign, right? Because it's very—it's so narrow that it has a specific beginning and end point. And if yeah. you play through all of the pieces, you will reach the end point because World yeah. War II is not never-ending.
0: Correct. World War II ends. Right. So does so the, does the is. game. <laughs> now. That doesn't mean it isn't satisfying, right? The end of Night Witch is going from like being this badass female fighter pilot to having to return home. The thought of having to return home to your, you know, more traditional role in Russia. Like, I mean, there's some huge drama.
1: that's some good stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. But it does mean that the game can end. So if you're looking for the um, and this is not a thing I do nor you do, but if you're looking for the like we're going to play this game for the next 15 years as a group kind of, you know, legacy style campaign, like a narrow, yeah. a narrow situation is not the one you want to use. Um, no. You no. definitely want to use a more broad situation so you have more uh, potential and material.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is again, gets back to like, I really like the ones that have narrow situations right now because they have distinct beginning and end points. And I know that I'm going to get this really cool story of how that happened. And because I am like the queen of one shots, that's exactly how I like my games to be right. Mm -hmm. Like, here's this really specific, it's strong motivation and a narrow thing. And we're going to do it in this like two to four hours.
0: Uh, Yeah, and we're going to play so many sessions of this. We'll have you know completed an arc, and and we'll be done.
1: Yeah, from the campaign perspective. See, we slipped it in.
0: And and <laughs> when we talk about being done, uh huh, it is actually time for us to head uh, off to the end of the show. It
1: is indeed.
0: So before we do go to the end of the show, tell me about another fine show on the Misdirected Mark Network.
1: Well, this show is very fine indeed. Uh, On the Misdirected Mark podcast, Chris, Phil, Bob, and Camden go live every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Note the time change, 8 p.m. Eastern to break down and get inside of games, game mastering, playing games, and game design in an effort to entertain and inform you.
0: Yeah. Do note the time change. It's yep. now 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. the Queen's time.
1: Yes. MST, Majesty Standard Time.
0: Yeah. That's um, due to Chris's new job, which mm-hmm. is in the evenings and requires him to be there at the point when we used to end the podcast uh, in the past. So we're backing it up a little. Yep. Because and honestly, it actually makes a little more sense. Eight PM, like eight forty-five, was a weird artifact from when we started recording live. <laughs> yeah, like we just did it one day at eight forty-five, and, and then you did it once. Forever? You did it yeah. like you just have to keep inviting people <laughs> back to the same time. Yep. So like now, this puts it on like a kind of more normalish. And I get home before midnight, so also win and win.
1: Yeah. Also exciting. Cool. <laughs>
0: Cool, cool. Hey, say Senda, where can people reach us on the internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash pandas talk games. You can find us for however much longer, not much longer now, um TikTok, on the,
0: TikTok. I
1: know, the Misdirected Mark Google Plus community. Um or you can drop us an email like Blake Ryan did, panda at misdirectedmark.com phil once they find us in one of those places what can they do with that information
0: do exactly what blake ryan did I and know. send us some topics it's
1: like he just did it perfectly
0: <laughs> i mean listen i mean 10 percent of this show is basically blake ryan another like 10 percent is jerry right um and then you know and then the rest of you which is fine <laughs> don't don't get us wrong we love we love all your topics but please 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 send topics we love topics um we love talking about the things you want to hear us talk about. We're, we'll do it, and we're lazy about coming up with topics. So it really helps if you just come up with them for us, and I just write some notes. That, yeah. like that really helps.
1: Yeah, remember the Chelsea episode? Because I remember the Chelsea episode. That was great. All Chelsea uh, yeah. questions. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we'll do it. Yeah, we'll like, do it. We'll we'll <laughs> do it if if you want to. If you want to know our favorite breakfast cereal, you can put that as a question. We'll do it. Like, yeah, Captain Crunch. Um yeah.
1: <laughs> No, you just answered it. Now they can't ask that.
0: Anyway, Senda, what else can people do with our social media information besides send us topics?
1: Well, if you have Twitter, I mean you can put it wherever you want, but if you have Twitter, you should take your table selfies and hashtag them table selfies because on Twitter I will find them. I might find them other places, but I don't know. So no guarantees.
0: Maybe Instagram. Ready. Put it on Insta, as we my son would say. we have
1: an Instagram account.
0: If you like what we do here or elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can support our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the show get all sorts of goodies. You get access to the show notes. You get access to the bonus outtakes, which are hilarious. Or they're weirdly me talking about Minecraft. It's hard to tell. It's like a 50-50. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Um, it's probably going to be Minecraft today. You get the misdirected mark after show. That's always good. You get access to the Slack room. You get access to the, to the Minecraft server. You um, get occasional gifts from encoded designs. Like, sometimes you just get stuff. Like, sometimes we make a thing, and then all of a sudden, our patrons get it. Yeah. So... Uh, That happens. We also like to do shout-outs for our patrons. We're going to do three shout-outs tonight. Uh, You want me to do them or you want to do them?
1: Well, I was... Why don't we... You blow through them. Go through them. Come on. You're on it. Okay. Uh, Steve Farrell, who is the Knight of Layers. Thanks, Steve.
0: That's Layers as in L-A-Y. L-A-Y.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jared Rasher. Thank you so much, Jared. And...
0: Donahue McCarthy. Thank you so very much. (laughs) Say, Zenda, what's the thing that that you can do if you are um, already patroning the show or cannot patron the show, which is also perfectly fine? um, That makes us so happy and giddy that we look like pandas sliding in the snow.
1: You can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice because there are lots of them and we know that. Uh, Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show, which is pretty freaking awesome. But if you leave them somewhere that is not the US iTunes store, we probably won't see them because it's really hard to check all the places so let us know because we'd love to thank you for it because we love seeing them because they let us
0: know let (laughs) Let us know pandas in the snow say senda show me what strong narrow game you're gonna play next
1: This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. I've been listening to nothing except for the Steven Universe soundtrack on repeat. I know.
0: S- uh, you finished, and yeah. I'm binging my way to the finish line.
1: Although apparently it's not over. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that. We will discuss once you've caught up. Yeah,
0: and then yeah, and then even further oh. than that.
1: Bloop. Damn it. Why, Mike?
0: Your mic is having some
1: I know it's drifting. Issue? I'm just going to yeah. move this part instead. There we go.
0: There you go. So yeah, uh, Weezer's Teal Album, I can't recommend it enough. Like, uh, super, super good. I would have, if I didn't have to listen so carefully, I would have had it playing while I was playing Minecraft, but you really kind of need your ears.
1: Yeah, you got to know if there's like things coming after you.
0: Fucking creepers, man. (laughs) None of the other monsters are really that big of a, like that huge of a threat. I can't tell you that Rainmaker is like the Tony Stark of our of our misdirected Mark server. I mean,
1: it's appropriate since his name is Tony.
0: It is, but it's really funny. Like tonight, we're on, we were all on, and it was um, the Weregator, uh, Old Man Logan, um, uh, Weregator, Rainmaker, Old Man Logan, and myself. We were all on playing.
1: Schmidty wasn't on.
0: Uh, no, I don't think Schmidty was done with work because Schmidty's in your time zone.
1: Oh, right, right now. now. Yeah, they're in my time zone. Welcome to the Shh. Queen's time.
0: Bloop. The Can't four totally. of us are on, and Tony's like, uh, "Hey, he's like, I don't know if this is gonna be a big deal or not, but I, I, I misplaced a blaze, which is this like fire <laughs> elemental. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I, I might have misplaced a blaze. So you know, if you see it or something, like you're probably just gonna want to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> We're like,
1: he's not really Tony Stark. He's more like a mad scientist.
0: Yeah, I said Tony Stark. He's like, he's like Tony. (laughs) Well, he's building this thing. It's called a blaze spawner and it makes blazes and then kills them so that we can get the parts from them. He's had a couple accidents while building it, and Uh so like he like called me one night and was like, I was on playing. He's like, Hey, can you get over to my place? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, I'm under attack from a bunch of blazes. (laughs) Like
1: like, the two of us are like, (laughs)
0: Man, well, he activated it outside, and smartly he put it outside, but he activated it and he didn't have any controls on it, so just started like pumping out blazes.
1: Right, like stop, stop, stop. (laughs)
0: Bloop. You know, leakage happens, so (laughs) might have misplaced one. (laughs) Bloop. I yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's a cool it's a cool thing. Like if anyone's playing Minecraft, anyone, and if anyone's a patron of the show, like the um, the MMP Minecraft server is a lot of fun. Like it's a no grief, no PvP, um, just a like a bunch of us out there building stuff and sharing stuff and things like that. Like it's it's, it's cool. It's become a uh, the last week or two has been a huge source of recreation for me.
1: I think that I might have a waveform song. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
0: I mean, it's been forever. I know. Now, I, now, listen. The last time you thought you said no, no, you no. had one, it was I a mean, disaster.
1: It's like it's like a little tiny. It's not worth introducing. Like I'll just end up slipping it out at some point. Like it's, okay,
0: it's like yeah, a, a line. Okay, well, that's not really a waveform <laughs> song. It's like a waveform snippet.
1: Well, yeah, it kind of it kind of goes like this. Ha <laughs> Oh Yep. <laughs> oh boy there was, des- there were words that went with it.
0: I was gonna it was say like, it really kind of needs words. what yeah, what was yeah, it?
1: And no, no, it's got uh, something like... I don't now. I can't remember the actual beginning words of the song, which is going to drive me absolutely crazy because it's been stuck in my head. Bloop. I want you
0: later to redo the song "No Scrubs" to "No Trolls."
1: No trolls.
0: Just be like all about the internet. Like oh, a troll is the kind of guy.
1: Bloop. I found it.
0: All right, here we go.
1: <laughs> I don't. I didn't think about all of the first part though. I just thought about the one line. Uh, yeah. Now I'm trying to think of it. Cause, cause this is this is making some amazing outtakes <laughs> right now. Be... Shut up. Here. <laughs> what is... do you ever see here that doesn't make you feel worse than you do? And tell me, what's the use of waveform? Blue. Anyway. Fail. <laughs> Moving right along.
0: Oof. <laughs> Insert cricket sounds here. <laughs>
1: no just gonna cut all this out this is terrible we're not ta- we're not keeping that
0: oh my god that's
1: all trash
0: Bloop. i'm gonna just delete 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 <laughs> delete, delete not because it not for the normal reason but just no. literally because no no all right Woof. all right wow okay Oof. okay recovering from that opening
1: <laughs> let's make a plan of attack
0: Bloop. Yeah, what happened to your uh, stealth kombucha? Like you got you you got <laughs> stop like looking
1: forward and stuff, looking back. This stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah like it look that looks not... that looks just like kombucha. It's
1: not kombucha. It's not stealth kombucha. It's stealth sparkling probiotic drink, which is not actually kombucha.
0: I, I feel like you got hustled. Like hold that I, thing up to the camera I again. I feel
1: like I got hustled too. It was shelved with all of the kombucha. So
0: so first of all like look, it's got like the same labeling as kombucha. Yep. It's it's got um it's got like a little symbol on the top, right? Yep. Like it looks like it like you know. And then it's got like, like some funky name. Its name
1: is Kavita. Like
0: Kavita that that sounds like a sounds com- like, like K for kombucha, right? It's, K for Kavita.
1: They shelved it with the kombucha.
0: But it is not,
1: in fact, kombucha. It is made out of sparkling water, water kefir culture, cane sugar, apple cider vinegar, and ginger extract, uh, fig concentrate, lactic acid, lemon extract, fruit and vegetable juice for color.
0: Yeah, I feel like you got hustled on that one. I
1: feel like it, too, because they basically made it taste like kombucha by adding vinegar to it. (laughs)
0: Well now, like, what
1: the hell? The,
0: this is slowing my. <laughs> this is slowing down my interest in trying kombucha. Now that you're no, like, no, no, no. oh, it tastes like my kombucha by putting vinegar in it. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Well, I mean, it just has that like tang.
0: All right, sure. Mm.
1: Well, you like sour beers, right? Moderately sour I, I, beers. I
0: mean, I do. I, I, I do. I don't know. Kombucha seems weird. It's like drinking some. It's like drinking a culture. like Canada, it's, it's like living, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it's like eating yogurt, but it's fizzy. And delicious. But the other part of this that really frustrated me is I've started counting calories again for the new year because I was like. And that has
0: calories. Right.
1: I was like, oh, boy, this trajectory that I've been on for the holidays is not so great. So, like, let's get this back under control. But I'm like, instead of, like, if this was kombucha, this whole bottle would be, like, 30 calories, right? Yeah, yeah. But instead, this bottle is two servings, both of which are forty calories.
0: Yeah, see, Hustle. Like
1: what the hell?
0: <laughs> I um. And I, I have I, was, I
1: have another one of these in the fridge because I bought that that was on sale, and I thought I was buying kombucha.
0: Bloop. I love the edge of brownies. Like my favorite, my favorite brownie like the is the corner parts. brownie. I like. Oh, the I like bits. the I like the chewy part. Like yeah, I like yeah. I like that. <laughs> Not crispy. Like you can't do it, obliterate do it, again. it. It's got to Do it rawr. again. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah.
1: everybody could see the facial expression that goes with that.
0: It's got kind of a piratey thing. It's it one does. eye's closed, one right? Eye, rawr. Like rawr. 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 Rawr.
1: talking out the side of your mouth. Like, Arr. bloop. Anyway, my anyway. God, we should start this
0: show. We should start the show. I bought new dice, but we can talk about it later. Ooh, they're, they're so pretty. pretty. They're
1: so pretty. I saw pictures. Did you put the pictures on Twitter?
0: I didn't. I just sent them oh. to you. The,
1: the tweet. I know, I just. I know. I, I, I got to clean up
0: the picture and I'll send them to you. But they're oh, the okay. um, they're the Kraken Ruby Black Magics.
1: Oh, they're super pretty.
0: And it came with like I got the full set and they threw in like this giant twenty. Like it's oh. like it's like two it's like two or three times the size of the other two D twenties in there. Huh. I don't know what's for, but I was like, thanks. <laughs> Plus, they give you like a boatload of stickers. Like I got a bunch of stickers and stuff, including this like cool sparkly um, Kraken D twenty. That I know, sounds I, amazing. I was going to put it in my notebook, but I'm like, oh well, I don't know. I'm like, it's a really nice sticker. Like, I might give it to you.
1: Then it will go on my water bottle, which I have just preserved by ordering another water bottle and cannibalizing the lid off of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's I mean <laughs> some people would think but Senda, shouldn't you just buy the lid but tell the story now.
1: Oh, but see I went to the manufacturer's website and wanted to buy just the lid and they were 5.99 and I was like, well that makes perfect sense and then I went to put it in my cart and the shipping was 4.99 and I was like, well okay, for that price I can get a whole new water bottle and in fact for way less on than Amazon. That price, <laughs> yeah. On Amazon I could get a whole new water bottle for 7.50, so I just bought a whole new water bottle and yes. took the lid off of it.
0: So, you want to go do a show
1: on with the show
0: do you want to build a show man oh that's fitting because tomorrow is going to oh be boy. like the
1: you're getting the arctic coming at you coming i know i'm, right I'm getting nervous
0: you. like it's getting um i mean i can see it already like i can see the kids are going to get canceled from school the question is whether i'm whether they're going to can whether they're going to close campus or not yeah like, yeah yeah ready let's oof.
1: do it yeah let's do it
0: I'm freezing down here anyway in the basement as yeah, I'm wearing oh my a hood gosh. and a blanket.
1: We should have started earlier. You're freezing. All right. Whoa, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no,
0: that wait. doesn't make any no, sense.
1: So am I? Saying, what are you doing I to the this part?
0: Yeah, you is it red?
1: Yes, but it was. It, was... it
0: never is. Oh, okay, it never is. It's always in italics next to the words. <laughs> yeah. You can you can put send You can go ahead. You can free format it. We just <laughs> never have done that before.
1: Apparently, I really just never have noticed before. A <laughs> hundred and forty-two episodes in, and
0: not sure how the notes work.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Well, you know, I just edit.
0: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You're like Ron Burgundy. Read anything put in front of you.
1: <laughs> Not quite. Cause sometimes I completely fail to read it. There we go. As we know. Meow. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> All right, cat girl, meow. Meow.
1: <laughs> I did meow. Meow.
0: Bloop. Boom, boom. I am so cold in my basement. I wasn't
1: even going to sing the second part.
0: I know, I just felt like singing about how cold I was.
1: I know, but... <laughs> Bloop. Wow, that was a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just got molested by my microphone.
0: Bloop. I mean, I got other favorite cereals, but Captain Crunch. Um...
1: <laughs> I had some unicorn loop things the other day, and
0: I was oh, like, I don't good.
1: understand what's happening. They're fruit Loops that taste like marshmallows. <laughs> anyway.
0: I, I heard now they're making fruit Loops with marshmallows. What oh, the ever-living... God. Like what the like, they doubled down on on no nutrition. Like just right. Okay, how can you? It's even... a sugary, it's a sugary fruity cereal. Let's also put marshmallows in it.
1: I don't understand how you can still pretend that's even breakfast.
0: I, I you know what? I used to eat it as dessert.
1: I know. I'm, mean, but that's perfectly reasonable. You could absolutely eat that as dessert.
0: I, t- I used to totally do that when I was like in my twenties. I would just get like a bowl of cereal and sit and watch um, TV in the evening. Yeah, eating a bowl of cereal. Yeah.
1: yeah. That makes anyway. perfect sense to me. Anyway,
0: I but yeah, you can't tag. You could tag. I don't know. I think I have an Instagram. I mean, I, I don't do it. Don't do it. We're not. We're too old. <laughs> we're both too old for Instagram. No, I, w- I was realized.
1: obsessed with Instagram for a couple of years there before it. That's when you were younger. Really huge. <laughs> when
0: you I'm were well, younger, but I mean, you're not as. I'm always you're getting younger older. than you. <laughs> well, yes, you're always younger than me. <laughs> By a lot.
1: I mean, I still have an Instagram account. It's just that I open it like once every three months is
0: it also idella mifflin the instagram account it is not oh no 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 no. wow okay good luck finding it people
1: (laughs) the only place that i am idella mifflin is twitter because someone took my handle that i used everywhere else and i thought that i was gonna somebody
0: else use senda on. oh
1: people use senda all the time because apparently it means like path or something like that in spanish and so people are like oh it's so inspiring
0: (laughs) you are inspiring
1: oh well thanks i don't think i'm a path or a roadway there is a bus this is
0: literally this is literally the most (laughs) rambling closing we've ever done you should just not even
1: i'm gonna cut it it. all out i mean so so there's a bus company in mexico apparently named senda let us know let us know there you go perfect panda is gone
0: that's better than your first one. I
1: don't care what they're going to say. Give us five stars.
0: And we'll go away. <laughs> 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 I
1: was like the something didn't never bother us anyway. I don't know.
0: A one that. a one star rating never bothered us anyway.
1: Yeah, but don't yeah test it bothers it. us tremendously. It bothers actually. us tremendously. We'll be very sad. Not, we'll cry. Big we're cool. tears. We're not cool. Not
0: we're not cool. We're not cool customers. We, we, we will cry cool. on the mics. We
1: are not yeah. cool. You not want to hear cool sobbing?
0: That's what so- you will hear us no. sobbing.
1: Yeah. I mean, be nice. If be you kind. don't, if you don't like us, you don't have to rate us. It's fine. There we go. <laughs> Just go listen to something else.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's put a cap on the show since it's wildly out of control. Oh my god.
1: Thinking about it. Right. Show me what you got. Show me me what you you got. Show me what you got. Good thing I don't actually have to answer that question. Uh, uh, Because the next game. I'm I'm probably gonna run. The next game I'm probably gonna like run. Hopefully I will have well, I don't know how exactly Becky's doing the Kickstarter, but I'm like, I really actually want to run Bite Me. But that is definitely a strong broad
0: strong broad Mm
1: -hmm. strong broad game
0: strong broad games Mm -hmm. that should be a that that could be somebody's publication totally
1: could be somebody's publication title it also is making me it's just close enough to strong bad that it's making me go like strong door
0: the burninator
1: yeah burninating the countryside
0: (laughs) 54 minutes you have to edit this thing in four days want to say goodbye Yes. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Stop.